0: The it's on the
1: screen already.
0: Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I ruined the surprise.
1: So we
0: welcome our attendees the very happy evening.
2: Revo, You're going to introduce me.
0: No introduction.
1: They're the oh. same people. Oh, no news. Should I?
0: No, not if it's the same people. Hi, Usha. Um, is it possible to have some of these lights off? Or do we, do we have a, a choice about which lights are on and which are off? First
1: the first initiation in the year 1973 and second initiation in the, the year 1975 from this divine basis is Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. In the year 1996, Guru Prabhupada, the husband of Bhaktivinoda Prabhupada, entered the world's daughter of life, Anaprastha. There have three grown married children and 14 grandchildren. She is the acting chair of the Shastri Advisory Council at the SNOTS GBC and has been an associate editor of Pantagoda Magazine since 1990. She has taught the entire Advocate course over 15 times and is a professor of sociology and education at Rajagirathan College in Ranadalesh. She travels a worldwide teaching Shastra as well as practical courses in education and Rumila Mataji has three decades of experience teaching primary and secondary students, which include 19 years of experience as a school administrator and leader. She has a master's degree in school administration and a Ph.D. in educational leadership from the University of North Carolina. Mataji has written many books, Uh, some of them are Vaiputa children, A Guide for Devotional Education, The Great Mantra for Mystic Meditation, Dozens of articles and things Dr. Best Learn to read, uh, which is a literacy program for technology and story books to speak in 25 languages at the touch of a special pen. Of course, yesterday, one of the lucky groups could get a copy of her most recent book, which is Sense Seekers. Uh, we could manage to get more copies from India, otherwise, uh, Many that. Can get copies, but there are others on Amazon right? And other sources. So, with this uh, brief introduction, I would like to request me, to, to like
0: this. September 26, 2018, in Muscat, Oman, looking at friendship. So, tonight we are going to examine the one of the nine main processes of bhakti. So bhakti has many unders, or many limbs. These can be understood in various ways. Sometimes they're understood as 64 parts of bhakti, sometimes they're understood as these nine, sometimes we look at the five most powerful or the six most, the three most important. So there's, we can also look at them in terms of body, mind and words. So there's different ways of understanding what are the practices of bhakti. But these nine processes are explained in many places, especially by Pallad Maharaj in the seventh canto of bhakti. So we're going to look at one of these processes, which is friendship. Now, generally in the world's religion, they don't so much think of God as a friend. They think of God as the Father right? and the Master. So I remember seeing one a Christian publication in America where God is this giant man in a business suit with no face and he's just telling little tiny ant-sized people uh, okay, you go to heaven, you go to heaven, you go to heaven. So that... But that idea of God is not very friendly, right? You wouldn't want to be friends with God like that. So, the concept of God as friend is really one of the wonderful contributions of the Vaishnava philosophy. Now, we might ask why should we be concerned about becoming the friend of God? So, Śrīla Prabhupāda writes in the purport to Sri Śopanīṣad, Mantra 13, that only the Lord's devotee and friend can understand the Bhagavad-gītā. So, we are very eager to memorize slogas from the Bhagavad-gītā. Is it possible to get some water? So, so. From the Bhagavad-gītā and other Shastras and we can give, we can repeat a translation But to actually understand the meaning, we need to be the Lord's friend. So why is that? Even in ordinary life, if somebody wants to understand us, there needs to be some friendship, isn't it? Right? Because we don't reveal ourselves to people we don't trust. It's a very simple thing. And so if we want to really understand religion, if we really want to understand God, if we want to understand truth, we need to become the Lord's friend. But another reason, and uh, Śrīla says here, in a lecture on Chaitanya Charitamita, IA 71 in Atlanta in 75, that if we, want to under, under, if we want peace, then we should understand that here is my friend, the Supreme Friend, Krishna. So everybody is looking for peace, Everyone's looking for security in life, and the real way to find peace is to know that the Lord is your friend. So there's a little bit of confusion about the term suffering or friendship, because it has two different parts. One is friendship as a deliberate practice, as a process for achieving self-realization, as a process for achieving perfection. Actually, any of the nine processes or any, actually even any of the sixty four Ankhas are so powerful in and of themselves that they can give us perfection. So just this process of becoming friends with the Lord is enough to give us full perfection in Krishna consciousness. But it is a practice, it is something we can deliberately intentionally practice to do. But friendship also exists with the Lord as a realized, ecstatic, eternal relationship. And there's quite a difference between the two. So even those of us who have an eternal relationship with the Lord different from that of friendship. You all know the eternal relationships with the Lord? The main russes? What are the five main russes? Hmm? Madhurya, the romantic relationship. What else? Vatsanya, the parental, God is my child. Shanta, we just reverence. Dasya, as servant. And then, of course, Sakya. So let's say that some of us do not have an eternal relationship as a friend like a cowherd boy. Maybe Krishna is eternally our child or our beloved. But still, we can practice this sadhana of friendship. So, the sadhana of friendship is for everyone, and the friendship as the rasa is only for some devotees. So we're going to look at each. First, we're going to look at it as a sadhana, and this is applicable for everyone. And by doing this sadhana, we will understand Krishna, we will understand the shastras, and we will gain and then later we will look at it as a particular rasa. So first of all, as a sign So there's two divisions of friendship, Vishvasa and Mitra. And this is pretty easy to understand. Vishvasa means Krishna is my friend, Mitra is I am Krishna's friend. I was just talking to one of my friends today, Who said, I know someone who has Mishra but not Vishvasa. And I thought, that's interesting. So, first we're going to look at Vishvasa. Vishvasa means, I believe that Krishna is my friend. I have strong faith, I have confidence that Krishna is my benefactor. And I think for a lot of us, that's not so easy. I mean, it's easy if you have a lot of money in the bank and your family is happy and healthy and you're happy and healthy, right? Then that's not so difficult. Thank you so much. I don't need that. Thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the trouble. Then we can say, yes, 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 God is my friend. God is my friend. everything in my life is blessed. But when you lose your job, when your business fails, when your spouse gets sick, you know, when your uncle and aunt are divorcing, or something terrible is happening in your life, it's hard to think that Krishna is my benefactor, that the Lord is my benefactor. uh, Sometimes I get letters from devotees, how can Krishna love me if all these terrible things are happening in my life? So, the strength with Visvasa is I know, I know that Krishna is my benefactor. I I have full faith that Krishna is my benefactor. That whatever happens, he is my well-wisher.
2: You can understand how that would give us peace,
0: right? Yes? Right? If I know that whoever is running the universe loves me and is my friend, then I'm not going to have a lot of worries about things. <coughs> that makes sense to everybody. Do you know that all of our all of our anxieties is not having this firm faith that the person running the show is my friend? I mean, even on a very small level. If you feel the Sultan of Oman is your friend, it gives you some sense of peace, right? If you feel your your boss at work is your friend, it gives you some sense of peace. Now, you may say, well, what's the difference between vishvasa and shraddha? So in one sense, there are synonyms, vishvasa and shraddha basically mean the same thing, but they have a little different meaning. So here vishvasa is a practice for bringing about Shraddha and is also the topmost result of Shraddha. So again, we're looking at friendship as something you do, it's a sunna. So I'm going to make a practice of having Vishwasa. If I make a practice of having Vishwasa, it gives me Shraddha. And of course, we have this very famous verse. Bhoktiram Yaya Tabasam Sarvalok Maheshwam Surudam Sarvuttanam Yatvam Shanti Rinjati. And here we're looking particularly at Surudam Sarvuttanam. So Bhakti Ram Yagatabasam, I am the real the real person who everything is meant for his pleasure, Krishna saying. And he is Sarvala Maheshwaram. He's running the show. He's in charge. And surid, rid means heart. Su means very, or beautiful, or particularly. So surid is someone who is beautifully dear to your heart. So if we think of someone that we know in this world, who's very dear to us, and we know we're dear to them, we know that they would sacrifice a lot for us, that is a surid. But sura don't So I cannot be a sura for everyone. A little difficulty. But Krishna can be the sura for everyone. For the little ants, for the, even for the mosquitoes. I don't usually love the mosquitoes. Do you love the mosquitoes? I don't mosquitoes. But Krishna loves the mosquitoes. So he is the benefactor for everyone. Now, what practically happens when we have this faith So, my god-sister Narayani pointed out to me many years ago that there's a parallel in Bhagavad Gita, verse 245 and 9.22. In 245, Krishna says, nir yoga shema adam He says, give up all desires for gain and safety and be established in the self. So, generally in this world, I am always thinking about gain and safety. How can I get something I don't have? How can I get money I don't have? How can I get a bigger house? How can I get a husband or wife? How can I get children? How can I get a career that I want? How can I get people to respect me? Something I don't have. And then I'm worried about safety. How can I protect what I already have? How can I protect the money, the equipment, the clothing, the friends, the job that I already have? And so constantly we're in anxiety about protecting what we have and getting new things. And Krishna says, no, just be established in the Self. Just be established in the Self. And you might say, well, Krishna, that's not very practical. What does that mean practically? Does that mean that I just sit around chanting Hare Krishna and don't worry about gain and safety? And then Krishna says later on in 9.22, no, I am the one taking care. I am the one taking care. That is true whether you are uh, working in a business, whether you have your own business, whether you have a job, whatever you're doing, Krishna is actually the one taking care of everybody. Otherwise, how is it that two people who both work just as hard, one gets more than the other? Huh? Huh? Two people of the same level of morals and ethics, one gets more than the other. Because Krishna is providing, it's not simply that I am providing. Now if the person who's providing is my friend, is first of all all all-powerful, and second of all is my friend, then I don't have to have any anxiety. Now I really understood this many years ago. I was in India. I was doing some service in Mumbai and one of the devotees there, after I had finished my service in Mumbai, said, would you like to visit Vrindavan in Mayapur on this trip to India? And I said, sure. He said, I will arrange everything. He said, I'll arrange your airline ticket, I'll arrange someone to, a car to take you from the airport, I'll arrange a place for you to stay, everything in Vrindavan and Mayapur, he said. He was a very, very wealthy man. He said, I'll just arrange everything because you helped our project here in Mumbai, in gratitude. And when I was going to Vrindavan in Madhikur, I thought, that's what it's like knowing that Krishna is your friend. You know, you just work for him, and he takes care of you. You have to work hard for Krishna. It's not that Krishna wants you to just be lazy. Krishna didn't say to Arjuna, sleep on the chariot. So... He says, Get a the bite. Pick up your gun, you But then he will take care of him. And he will say, Well, I don't always like the way Krishna takes care of me. Huh? But this is again understanding that he's my friend. Right? Just like children don't always like the way their parents take care of them. Isn't that? Yes? Any of you who are parents or if you have younger brothers and sisters, you know that the little children, sometimes they complain when they're really really, really, say, I don't like you, mommy. Right? When they are two or three years old. Why don't you give me my ice cream first? You don't like me. Right? So it's very nice, this is a very famous prayer in the Christian tradition, Christian Jewish tradition by King David, where he sees, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So this is very much a prayer of seeing the Lord as one's friend, Uh, very much seeing the Lord as one's friend. Bhakti Vinod has a similar prayer, a beautiful song, where he writes of himself as if he is one of Krishna's cows. And he says, you will lead me to pastures and I will drink the water of the Yamuna even when Kaliya is in them. Yamuna, because I know that you will save me from that poison. So, I'm talking about this Anga of Bhakti in Yama Devotion, Chapter 11. It says, the devotee who has confidence in devotional service to the Lord systematically follows the rules and regulations with the faith that He will achieve the platform of transcendental life. So, this is another kind of friendship. We have friendship that Krishna is going to make sure I have food, Krishna's going to make sure that I have whatever I need. We also have this confidence that Krishna is going to take care of me spiritually. Yoga Chaina Bahamyham means I will take care of what you need on the spiritual <coughs> platform. Now, generally Krishna does both. He takes care of our material needs and our spiritual needs. But sometimes Krishna sees that in order to take care of our spiritual needs, he has to shake something with our material needs. <coughs> uh, but he will always have our spiritual need. I was talking today to one devotee who was going through a major crisis in her life, and uh, she said, well, it makes taking shelter of Krishna that much sweeter when you see we don't have a material shelter. So here's a very nice example. Uh, this example is given by Rupa Swami. Oh, Govinda, remembering again and again your promise that your devotee will never perish, I maintain my life. So, Draupadi, of course, had so many difficulties. I think she had far more difficulties than most of us will go through in our lives. Yes? So, her husbands were assumed, you know, first, first actually she married, well, let's go all the way back to the beginning, So first, Arjuna wins her hand, he's in disguise, and then she finds out that she has five husbands. That was a little shocking at first. Although she loved all of them. And then they were living in right? Because of her father, they ended up going back to Hastinapur, but they weren't exactly beloved by their own family members, Dhrastha and Duryodhana. And it was difficult to get a kingdom, Finally, Dhritarashtra gives them just Indraprastha, which was a desert, and by Krishna's grace they made Indraprastha into a flourishing kingdom. And as soon as Maharaj was ready, okay, now I'm going to do the Rajasuya Yagya. And he does the Rajasuya Yagya with Krishna's help. And right then, right when he finally establishes himself as the emperor of the world, then Duryodhana Shakuni. Uh, Dushasha and Karna they have this cheating gambling match imagine this you get you get the empire of the world and then like two days later you lose it all imagine and then they had to go into exile for 13 years right? uh, so many difficulties but nobody's saying I always remember your promise through all of these difficulties uh, I have faith that you are my friend. So this is Joprini's prayer. You protect me. I mean, Jopiti was in this situation. She had five husbands, and any one of her husbands would have been sufficient to take care of her, you would think. You know, they were all great, powerful people, and spiritually. But, you know, they couldn't do anything. And then she appealed to Bhishma, Drona. They couldn't do anything. Does this sometimes happen to us, that all the people we think will be there for us, they're not. They're just just not there. We're like, wait a minute, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to have my back, you know. Where are you? Why aren't you taking care of me? Why aren't you protecting me? And we become disturbed, we become hurt, we become bitter, we become angry. And me just like, hey, go and down. You take care of me. and the cow have their feet the, and her nose in the water and he has his feet in the water. So this Krishna is my shelter. And no matter what happens, no matter what happens externally in our life, saying, I'm not going to give up Krishna's lotus feet as my shelter. Even if I were offered the ruling of the entire universe, even if I was offered to be a demigod. Now, we might say that, but I don't know if we would actually do that. You know, we might say to the other, no, 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 I don't want to go to the heavenly planets, I don't want to be a demigod, no, 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 just one pre devotional service. But I don't know, if some airplane came from Indra Loka and said, okay, Kelly, there's one story in the Mahabharata where this one a person was offered to go to Swarga Loka, and he was asking all these questions. What's it like there? That's intelligent, you know. Before you make a big change in life, you should ask, what is it going to be like? I think many people come to these GCC countries thinking, oh, I will work, they make a lot of money and it's not always like that, isn't it? They didn't ask enough questions. Yes? Am I correct? Then they get exploited. So he was very careful. And he asked a lot of questions. And he was told, oh yes, you get to drink somarasa and everyone's so beautiful, and you don't sweat. Nobody has to sweat. Inconceivable, this part of the world, huh? You just walk outside and you like, <laughs> Nobody sweats. You don't need any toilets. No washing machines necessary. Your clothes never get dirty. You don't have to blink. Debbie passed don't blink. You know that? That's another story of Neela and Damianti. You know that story? Damianti, she was in love with Neela, She wanted to marry him. And for her swine bar, Nila came. But she was so qualified, some demigods also wanted to marry her. So they came and they changed their form to look like Nila. So she saw four Nila's, and she's looking, who is sweating, who is blinking. That's how she could tell. She, she picked the real Nila. So anyway, yes, we could be offered this airplane, come to the heavenly planets. You don't sweat, you don't have to wash your clothes, you don't have to blink your eyes, you don't have to use a toilet. You say, this and you don't get, you know, gray hair and wrinkles. and... You can eat only fruit cooked in ghee and you never get stomachache. <coughs> but he asked, you know, he said, is there any downside? And they said, well... after a while, your karma bank account runs out. And then your garland fades. You know, this ever-fresh garland, and one day you look, and the flowers are getting brown. And that's the signal. Time's over. Then back to Earth planet. So he said, no, no, no. I, I don't want that. Take your airplane, go away. But we might not be that intelligent, you know, if the airplane came from Swarden, like, get me out of college, you're good. But here Vishvasa is that even if I could go to swargaloka even if I could rule the universe, if it meant giving up Krishna's lotus feet, no, sorry. That's devotion, isn't it? Isn't that devotion? Just like when Rama was banished to the forest and he told Sita, don't come. You're a princess. No, you won't be able to tolerate it. She said, better in the forest with you than the palace without you. That is devotion. So this is Vishvasa, that I'm going, I know Krishna is going to protect me even if things don't look good. So the summary of Vishvasa is, the Lord is my benefactor and friend and my only shelter. From Him only I get maintenance and protection. <laughs> I take solace in his promise of protection in all difficulties, and I will not give up his shelter for any material opulence. So again, this is a sadhana. This is not speaking about somehow when you do Krishna Consciousness, one day you're going to wake up and feel this way. It's talking about that in our process of Krishna Consciousness, we intentionally cultivate this mentality. You know, on on another related note, I used to think that being forgiving was only for people like Prahlad Maharaj. That I could be unforgiving, and one day I was going to wake up a pure devotee, and all of a sudden, I would be very forgiving. And then I realized that practicing forgiveness is part of a sadhana. In the same way, practicing, thinking of Krishna as my friend. That practicing, it's Krishna that's maintaining me. When our mind goes to anxiety, when our mind goes to thinking, I am your doer, ahankar avi nuta iti Oh, pray a me, Krishna's maintaining me, Krishna's protecting me, and he loves me, he's my friend and therefore He's going to protect and maintain me in a wonderful way. And even if it looks like I can be protected and maintained in a better way by somebody else, I'm sticking with Him. That is Vishvasa. Okay, the second part of sadhana of friendship is Mitra. So Vishvasa is Krishna is my friend. Mitra is I am Krishna's friend. Friend. So uh, this is a very interesting concept because many of us ask the question, Can I trust God? But I don't know how many of us ask the question, Can God trust me? So here in Act of Devotion, chapter 11, a second type of devotional friendship is to become a well-wisher of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So what does that mean practically? Prabhupada said, anyone who is preaching the confidential message of the Gita to the people in general is so dear to Krishna that no one can be equal to Him in human society. And I'm sure you all know the verse of the Bhagavad Gita where Krishna says, whoever preaches this secret to the devotees is dear to me and there cannot be anyone more dear. So one way that Krishna is going to trust us... Remember at the beginning we talked about why we should practice being Krishna's friend, remember? We talked about peace, which we sort of already covered. But then we talked about how Krishna only is going to reveal himself to a friend. Yes? Wouldn't you like Krishna to reveal everything to you? Who you are, what to do, where to go, what all the secrets of life are? Well, he's only going to tell that to his friends, yeah? So how does he know that you're his friend? Well, here's one way. You tell everybody about him, and you tell them about him in the right way. Right? I was also talking to someone today who said, Oh, you know, I got in so much trouble because people told me rumors that weren't true, and I believed them, and I spread them, and it was just terrible. Huh? So we don't want to be spreading rumors about Krishna, we don't want to be telling people things that are not factual. We want to tell people Krishna as Krishna is. So there's this very nice example, Megha Suridam, the clouds are the friends of Krishna. And this is nicely explained in the 10th canto. So why are the clouds considered Krishna's friends? This is the, an example of friendship as a sunna. So first of all, they're considered to be Krishna's friends because they have the same color. And you think, that's kind of strange, isn't it? But it really isn't. Even in this world, we tend to feel some kind of affinity for people who have something in common with us. Isn't that a fact? Right? So I very much remember years ago, I was preaching in China. And in China, most of the people, at least when I was there in 2007, they didn't know any English at all. Like, not even hello. Nothing. The only person who knew any English was my translator. Which is very scary, by the way, because if the translator makes a mistake and no one in the audience knows both languages, there's no one to correct. You know, in the Vedic times, they would have the main priest and then the checker priest, in case there was a mistake. Oh, I did another
2: one. Wow. <laughs>
0: At least from your tree? Do you, have these, do you have trees like this? Not outside my garden. Oh. And you even have... She even has ones with the really thick... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Champa. You even have the ones with the really thick petals, you know, that stay good for days in your refrigerator. Thank you. Very special. <laughs> Did she do this for everybody? (laughs) Wow. Thank you. So anyway, I was in China and only my translator knew English, which was very difficult. You never knew if the translator maybe was translating it backwards and everybody would leave thinking I said something crazy, you know? So finally, when I was at the airport leaving China, in one of the lines, in one of the queues for some people speaking English, and not only were they speaking English, they were speaking English with an American accent. And not only an American accent, but Northeast American accent. In America, there's different accents. And immediately I felt, oh, my friends. That was so funny. when thinking, I don't know these people. Just because they're speaking my language with my accent, immediately I think, oh, they must be my friends. Or sometimes you travel and you see another devotee, you see somebody else with tea or with neckties oh, my friend. You don't even know that right? Yeah. Or we see someone with our same color skin, or something, right? Same kind of dress, we oh, my friend. Something is the same. You we know, have something in common. So, how interesting that Krishna also feels this way. Actually, one place in the Bhagavatam, the Gopis say how that the bodily relation is natural and pleasing. And so Krishna also has affection for his family members. Therefore, Krishna likes to be called Yusotinandana or Nandanandana. He likes to be called names that are in association with his family, with people who are like him. When Gopis saw Uddhava, when he came with Krishna's message, they said, you must be very dear to Krishna because you look like him. I knew a married couple, after they were married 20 years, they looked like brother and sister. Have you ever seen this? Sometimes people will start to look alike. Okay. So it's, it's actually a fact that when you love somebody, when you're close to someone, you may start to look like them. Uh, this even happens with animals. Do you know that? You know, I don't know, I don't think in India they would do this, but in America, they have a competition. Who looks most like their dog? Can you imagine? Imagine wanting to win this competition. You have this award. What do you have an award for? Looking like my dog. they're really proud, I look like my dog. Because they're always thinking about their dog. You understand? So the clouds are Krishna's friends because they look like it. They have the same color. Actually, one quality of the Vaishnava is as soon as you see a Vaishnava, you remember Krishna. And you say, oh, does that mean we almost have to dress like this? No. Even if you are in ordinary dress, by your behavior, by your character, people will immediately, they'll think, oh, something about God, something about... Spirituality, something about religion, just by seeing. Huh? So that is a, a kind of friend of Krishna. So in Krishna Book Chapter 35, Prabhupada writes Krishna is accepted as the friend of the cloud because both the cloud and Krishna satisfy the people when they are disturbed. When the people are burning due to excessive heat, the cloud satisfies them with rain. Similarly, when people in materialistic life become disturbed by the blazing fire of material pains, Krishna consciousness gives them relief like a cloud. So the cloud is also Krishna's friend, because like Krishna gives mercy to everyone, the cloud also gives mercy. We need some more clouds here in Oman, I think, huh? A little bit more rain. But at least we can have a symbolic rain of Krishna conscious mercy. And we need this rain because the samsava, the process of birth and death, is compared to a forest fire. So in certain parts of America, especially in the western border of America, especially in California, uh, in the summertime it's very dry. It rains pretty much only in the winter summer is very, very dry and many parts of California are like a semi-desert. And the northern parts are full of pine trees, where the pine trees, you know, they burn very easily. And so there becomes these huge forest fires. And, uh, to, and probably the same here that nobody can put out these fires. Sometimes it's like that. There's these big fires and all the fire brigades Nobody can put it out, they're just burning and burning. But Prabhupada says, such a worldly fire can be extinguished only by the water of the mercy cloud of saints, just like a forest fire can be extinguished only by rains falling from a cloud. So we are meant to be those saints giving the shower of mercy. That is meant to be how we show, Krishna, I am your friend. Krishna, I am your friend, like the cloud, and I am going to give your mercy to others. I am going to be a conduit of your mercy. I am going to be a representative of your mercy. Now, of course, the clouds not only are friends of Krishna in the sense of general preaching, but also very personal. The natural superior and the cloud, and
1: whether well, means to fall, as part of the of cloud-like snow and offers
2: the need of uh, Krishna that's like umbrella to protect him from the falling
0: sunshine. So here, Srila Prabhupada, in taking the Krishna book, is saying the cloud is also like Krishna's friend because when it's really hot, the cloud sends down flower-like snow to make an umbrella. Would that be nice here in Oman if we could imagine if you could have ice umbrellas that didn't melt? Right? Just walk around with your ice and the sun wouldn't melt them. and would just you'd have your own little AC you walk around with, right? So the cloud provided Krishna with this personal natural air conditioning unit and this umbrella. So, this means that we should also be Krishna's friend in doing personal service for Him. So, how many of you have an altar in your home? Almost everybody. So, one thing about when we worship the Lord in our home, we don't want to think about Krishna as just our stamping out the karma from our food machine. So I cook my food. I put it in front of the deity. Take out the karma. Take out the karma. Okay. Take out the karma. Make the food taste better. Thank you very much, Krishna. Here's a little incense. Here's the lamp. Thank you so much. Maybe some flowers. But we should actually think of ourselves as the friend of Krishna. How can I make him comfortable? How can I make him happy? What would he like? Does he have a nice food? Does he have a nice crown? Is it comfortable? Is there a pin sticking in it somewhere? Are his clothes on right? Does he have a nice place to sit? Is he cool enough? Is he warm enough? You never have to worry about that here, right? I suppose. And just, is he comfortable? Is he happy? Uh, I know one devotee, uh, Krishna Maharaj, he travels with Govardhan Shilas and whenever he gets a glass of water, he changes the water for his Shivas. So I, I don't do that. I'm not so devoted. But I said, why do you do that, Maharaj? He said, well, they're my friend. Krishna's my friend. If I'm getting a glass of water, I should give him a glass of water. He said, if I had some friend visiting me, I would not take a glass of water for myself and not offer it to my friend. Would anybody here do that? Would you do that? Do you have some friend over? Would you just get a glass of water and drink yourself? He said so. he's my friend. So I want to also take care of him. So this mood. So the first part of friendship Vishvasa, here's Krishna in my house, he's taking care of me. Right? We all, everybody wants to get blessings for themselves. Krishna, bless me. Oh, great devotee, you please bless me. Bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me. Bless me, bless me, bless me. What about my taking care of Krishna? He said, what about me? you taking care of me? you think thinking about me? What about me? We're going to look now at a little meditation
2: about Krishna.
0: So we talked about how the cloud is Krishna's man because it's like Krishna. And here's a description of Krishna as being like a cloud. Krishna is attracted like a rising cloud full of water. This indicates the Lord's ever-fresh nature, his attractiveness, his ability to destroy pain, his affection, his ability to cause increase, and his nature of being full of rasa. So this is all the attributes of both a cloud and Krishna. So now we're coming to the sadhana of friendship on a more intimate level. This is still not in the area of the rasa of friendship. So here in Bhagavatam 7, 5, 23, 24, which is where the nine processes of bhakti are described, it says, in regard to worshipping the Lord as a friend, the Agastya Sangita states that the devotee engaged in performing devotional service by shabbyam sometimes wants to see the Lord personally, and for this purpose he resides in the temple. So sometimes we show Krishna that we are his friend by wanting to stay in his house. And this applies to also making a temple in your own house. We want to live with our friend. We want to be by our friend. So this is a little different mentality from, you know, I have a temple in my house just for some because it's my religion or, you know... But I want to have my friend in my house, just like you may want to invite your friend to stay with you, Lord. And then, uh, it is also examples given by Rupa Goswami that a person who is dedicated to serving the Lord, and at a friendship sees and treats him as a human, may lie down in the Lord Temple. So this is the sadhana on an advanced level. Lying down in the temple is Raganuga Sadhana, spontaneous devotion, uh, because of disregard for providing sadhana. But this feeling of friendship, I am the Lord's friend, is both in regulated sadhana and spontaneous sadhana. So, a summary of Mitra is, I am the well-wisher of the Lord, like Him. I want to be like Him. I want to help others, I want to relieve their distress, I especially show my friendship with the Lord by teaching others of His glories and the secret of surrender. I want to relieve the Lord of any inconvenience out of friendship, and I may also in friendship see the Lord in intimacy with or formality. So this ends the portion of this presentation about practicing friendship, and this applies to all of us that all of us can practice this Vishvasa and mitra. Now we're going to look at something that doesn't probably apply to many of us here. This is for those who are established in their relationship with Krishna in the rasa of friendship. And we study this not because this is something that we can do right now, I mean for some of us maybe realizing this mode right now, but rather so we can really Fall in love with Krishna and want to do the sadhana of friendship as a practice. So this is called the Sakya Staipad. Saiya is related to the English word stay and stable, what is one's fixed relationship with the Lord. So we have this nice prayer. I offer my respect to the friends of Krishna who serve him with deep trust, without restriction, without fear. While thinking that He is their equal. So according to the opinion of advanced devotees and learned scholars, a devotee in Satyaraty feels equal to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is a relationship and friendship. Due to having a friendly relationship with the Lord, not only is one free from material attachment, but one believes in equal dealings with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Satyarati devotee is so advanced that he treats the Lord on an equal level and even exchanges joking words with him. Although one is never equal to the Supreme Lord, the devotee in friendship feels like that. Hmm? But such feelings are not like ordinary uh, Mayabans who say they are one with God. It's not like that. They're just thinking, yes, Krishna and I are equal friends. And one has an eternal relationship with the Lord in this mood. And that's from Prabhupada's purport in Maggi 19, 183-84. So there are two types of those pure devotees who have this rasa of friendship, city friends and country friends. So city friends and country friends. When I was a child I had a book about the city mice and the country mice. Krishna has a city vice in his country. No, he has a city. I'm sure he has vice friends. So in the city, Krishna's friends in the city. So who are Krishna's friends in the city? Does anybody know? Udhava. Yeah. Who else?
2: Satyaki.
0: Yeah. Who else? Satyaki. Okay, we especially have the Pandavas are given as Krishna's city friends. Uh, that includes Drobadi also. So Drobadi and the, her husbands, uh, they were all in this mood. Kunti had a parental mood, but Drobadi and her husbands all had the mood of being Krishna's friends. And also Sudama Brahmana, right? He's another one of Krishna's city friends. So here Krishna is. Visiting the Pandavas, there you can see there's Jopadi and uh, Bhima and Arjuna. favorite verses in the Gita, where Krishna says that I'm telling you this science not only because you're my devotee, but also my friend Rahatsyam. You can understand the secret of this science, because you not only worship me, but you are my friend. So how did Arjuna exhibit this friendship? It is explained that when Arjuna saw that Asmatama was releasing various kinds of arrows to hurt Krishna, he immediately stood in front of Krishna, to intercept all of you. At that time, although Arjuna was being harmed by those arrows, he felt an ecstatic love for Krishna, and the arrows appeared to him like showers, oh, showers of flowers. Now, even though we're talking here about the perfected devotees in saktirati and saktipada, even for beginning devotees, we can experience this actually to some extent when we're absorbed in doing something for Krishna even if that thing is difficult. We don't feel the difficulty. Haven't we experienced this sometimes? We're working really hard for Krishna, right? Putting in a lot of hours. And we just don't even notice that we're working hard. Isn't it like that? you would be cooking a big feast for Krishna, and afterwards you're not even hungry. It's like you're satisfied just by the cooking, and you don't feel any disturbance. <laughs> then we look at Krishna's country friends. Krishna also has lots of friends in the country. Now some of Krishna's friends are a little older and feel protective. So Balaram's a little older, only about two weeks older, but still. Balaram feels very protective of Krishna, and also some of the cowherd boys are older. They feel like big brothers, and of you have little brothers or sisters, you understand that, feel like you have to take care of them. Then some are a little younger, and the ones who are a little younger, they are friends and they also serve. And then there are some that are the same age and they are more confidential or more intimate. So Krishna has well-wishing friends like Mandali Bhattara, so these are the uh, and Balabhadra. So they're older, friends such as Deva confidential friends such as Sridama and Sudhama. Sri and into the French, like softball and hula. So there's examples given of each of these kinds of friends. The devotee who's singing there is just, she's my last mm-hmm. sister, and she just passed away about a week ago, from cancer. She had a uh, son, written and a uh, many, many songs of uh, Krishna's pastimes, which uh, brought so much joy to and so many uh, children and adults and movies. Her name was Nyepo uh, So, Krishna has great feeling for his friends in the the country, in Raja, and in the Negru Devotion, Chapter 41, Krishna once said to Balra, My dear brother, when my companions were being devoured by a gasara, hot tears poured down from my eyes, and as they were washing my cheeks, my dear elder brother, for at least one moment, I completely forgot myself. So, this friendship between Krishna and his, and his friends in Vrindavan it's, it's mutual. Krishna is having great love and friendship. For them, you know, when the boys went into Agasura's mouth, Krishna he didn't know what to do. It's like, why did they go into Agasura's mouth? They weren't supposed to do that. And then it's like, how will I save my friends and at the same time kill this demon? Right? And here, Krishna's crying out of love for his friends and down for the demon. So, how do Krishna's friends feel about Him? So, this is very funny. This is when Krishna Krishna's lifting Govardhan Hill, and they say, You have spent seven nights standing constantly without sleep, holding up Govardhan. You must be very tired. Oh, my friend Krishna, throw the mountain onto Sridharam's hand. Our minds are disturbed seeing you in this condition. Or at least, place the mountain in your right hand then you will be able to massage your left hand. So this is this intimate mood of friendship between Krishna and the cowhara. So the Lord Himself, His other devoted friends, His age, His beauty, His view His fluid, his, his control, and His pleasing attitude all provoke love and friendship for Him. So every mood of love for Krishna is invoked by something. There's something, just like again in this world, There's things where all of a sudden we have this feeling of friendship. You all know what that feeling is like, right? There's this feeling. Oh, my friend. And what brings that out? Maybe seeing your friend, talking to your friend. So what is it that makes Krishna's friends feel friendship? Well, Krishna. The other friends of Krishna how old Krishna is, how beautiful Krishna is. His bugle, when they hear his bugle, they think, oh, my friend, you know, they hear Krishna's flute, oh, there's my friend. And his this general attitude, they all think, oh, that's my friend. So we looked at friendship as an of abhakti so we looked at it as a sadhana for everyone, and vishvasa, Meaning, the Lord is my friend. I have confidence the Lord is my friend and protector. And Mitra, I am the Lord's friend. I try to make Him happy. So Vishvasa is, I trust Krishna. Mitra is, Krishna can trust me. Then friendship as the rasa for some devotees, the Sakristaiba. So we have in the city, like the Pandavas, in Raja. We have the older friends, where it's mixed with parental as a well wisher the uh, younger, mixed with servitude, and the same age, confidential, and intimate friends. So I hope that we can make some determination, how am I going to increase my friendship with Krishna? What could I do? So today is Wednesday, right? So what could I do between now and Saturday? Where I could try to be more precious friends, or think more as my friend. What I'd like everyone to do, just take two minutes and turn to the person next to you and talk about what can I do Thursday, Friday, Saturday. What can I do for three days so I can be more Krishna's friend or think of him more as my friend. So please take two minutes and discuss what can you do. Okay, thank you. Hare Krishna. Now, does anyone have any questions? We can have a few minutes for questions.
1: You will bring up some points about the purity the sweetness of the country friendship, and I was expecting that there are some impurities in the city friendship.
0: You were expecting that there was what with the city friendship? Some
1: impurities. In the impurities.
0: City well, there's not really. I mean, once you get to Vicenta, there's not really any impurities. So it's not. It's not that there's anything impure in Vaikuntha, what you speak of in Mathura or Dwarka, or... Uh, that, that's not, it's not that there's impurities. But what the difference is, is degrees of intimacy. So the Krishna's city friends are a little bit more formal and the country friends are more informal. Also, the city friends if they remember that Krishna is God, it, it disturbs their friendship a little bit. Like when Arjuna sees the universal form, he starts apologizing to Krishna. He says, Oh, I'm so sorry I treated you like a friend. Whereas when mother Soda sees the universal form, she doesn't apologize to Krishna. She's, she's like, What's happening with my child? Maybe, maybe my child has some mystic power or something. So the... Like we're looking at the Cowboy boys when Krishna lists over down hill, they don't start saying, Oh wow, he must be God. They say, Your hands tired, let one of us hold the hill for a while. You know, so it's, but that doesn't mean that, that the Pandavas are not have some impurity. It's it's not a question of purity, it's a different flavor. Now we do say that the more intimate the, the love for Krishna, the, the richer and the sweeter it is. But when Ramananda Royce talks with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Madhavila, Chapter 8, he very nicely explains that for each devotee, their particular relationship with Krishna is what's best for them. So Krishna's city friends feel that being a city friend is the best for them. That, that's the taste that they want. So everybody has their particular relationship to, with Krishna that they want, and they don't see other relationships as better, in terms of their own taste. So on a, from, a, from a certain perspective, one can say that, well, the devotees in Vrindavan are in a deeper, more intimate and higher level than the devotees in Indraprastha, the devotees in Dvaraka and Mantara. But from the perspective of those devotees, that's not true at all. From the perspective of those devotees, everyone's relationship with Krishna is equally satisfying for them. You know, one, one way you can uh, tell the difference between people who are realizing their relationship with Krishna actually through advancement, and people who are trying to find some cheap, easy shortcut, is the people who try to find the cheap, easy shortcut. They want to say, all of us are gopis. But some people don't want to be gopis. It it doesn't, doesn't appeal to them. When people actually awaken to their relationship with Krishna, they wait into their relationship with Krishna. And, and they don't want to change. It's what they want. Huh? So it's, you know, on the one hand, we can talk about higher or lower, but we should be very careful that we don't put some material idea of, of higher and lower onto these spiritual things. Because they're all equal. Like Prabhupada says, Krishna is embracing Radharani and he's embracing the cow. It doesn't see like that. So there's some... Um... But sure, I could, we could talk about the sweetness of Vrindavan for a long time. But then nobody would be able to go to work tomorrow morning.
1: Maxim, uh, in the temple, the priest has an intimate or kind of a service to directly serve the Lord. And at that time if he is not or uh, he is neglectful about the guests of Krishna that's not really pleasing to Krishna.
0: Yes well we were talking about the cloud is the exemplar of the friend of the Lord. So the cloud is doing personal service to the Lord. Remember how the cloud does personal service? Anybody remember? <laughs> Yeah, the little, the little flower-like snow umbrella, Krishna's walking natural aircon. But the cloud is also giving mercy to everyone. So, if if you just serve the deity and neglect the devotee, is considered a materialistic devotee. Somebody else have a question? Yes. Do we have a microphone runner?
2: service for me and letting uh, them know that in the friendship of their plans. See, we are taking that uh, when we are cooking machine and we don't know what Krishna wants and we cook whatever we like. So how we can come to that know to understand that really, really what Krishna likes to eat, really, uh, what Krishna wants. How we can understand that
0: well, we understand what Krishna likes. First of all, he says, Pacham, mm-hmm. Palam, Paritam, Krishna says what he likes. And we know he likes butter and yogurt. We have lists of what he eats. So it's not that hard to know what Krishna likes, what Krishna doesn't like. And then become expert in your cooking learn some recipes learn from an expert cook but you know you also have to cook things that the devotees will eat you
2: know,
0: there, there's no use you, you're cooking some the Krishna likes millions and billions of different preparations but you also, also want to choose out of all the things Krishna likes you want to choose things you can also distribute yes otherwise Krishna won't like that and some of that depends on, you know, what part of the world you're in. Or your own family. If you say to your children, you have to eat this because Krishna liked it. So Krishna will also like it when you make his devotees happy. You know, Krishna likes, you know, vegetarian food, doesn't like onions and garlic. <coughs> so many different things. One my devotee was telling me recently that his spiritual master, Shivarama Swami, said, Krishna has an unlimited number of desires. Find one of them that you can connect with and say, ah, that's a desire of Krishna that I want to fulfill. Prabhupada says, Krishna is not narrow or stereotyped. So it's the same with, with the food we offer him. Krishna has. I mean, Radharani never cooks the same thing twice. So that must be a lot of preparations that Krishna likes—an infinite number. So out of the infinite number of things that Krishna likes, find something in that infinite number that your family or your guests or your community will also like and give back to Krishna. Now, if you're thinking, "I'm cooking for Krishna as a ritual," because that's my religion and I'm supposed to cook for Krishna, but actually I really don't care about him and I really just care about what I want to eat and I'm just going to stick it in front of him and say some prayers and ring a bell and figure that that way I won't get any karma. So that's not very friendly. You think of Krishna as the master of your house or you think of Krishna as a friend, just staying in your house. My friend is staying in my house, so let me cook something that he will like. And you can think about Krishna while you're cooking. You can chat some verses, listen to a lecture, listen to an audiobook. Yes, take the mic. Meditate, have the So, what deities do you have at home? If you have Gaurni you can think about how Gaurni you're out on Sankirtan all day and you're hungry. Hari
1: uh, Krishna. The relationship between the friends, will be, you know, there will be a part of the relationship because uh, we know that Krishna is supreme personality of God and uh, He is the master for us. Having a relationship as a friend with Him, there will be a hesitation. And serving Him as a Dastya Bhav, there is a servant, will not be a more of a, a
0: Well, there, there, it, the nine processes of devotional service, one is acting as a servant. So that is also one of the nine processes. But even if you know that Krishna is a Supreme Personality, God We talked about friendship both as a sadhana for those who are aware that Krishna is the Lord and they're practicing friendship, and we talked about Krishna, adding Krishna a friend as a satya for those who have this, this rasa with Krishna. So as a sadhana, we see Krishna as our friend in two ways. Vishvasa is He's the Lord, but He loves me. He's not the Lord just as I am the Lord. He's a loving Lord. Just like, you know, You have, if you have children, so you're the boss, you're the father, but you still love them, I hope. You know, you're not just like, do what I say, you children. There's some... Uh, we hope there's... You don't do that. Please don't do that. We hope there's some affection that you actually care about them. Yeah? So part of friendship with the Lord is this consciousness that Krishna cares about me. That He's not taking care of me just as an official duty. Okay. Let's see. Out of all the billions of universes, there's that small one over there with the forehead headed Brahman. Right, right. And in that universe, there's a few billion planets, and there's that Earth planet, and then there's Mr. Patel, and I got to feed him. Oh, oh what a chore. I did not like that. You know, he actually cares. He cares about each of us. He's in our heart, but he's in our heart as a friend. He wants to give us what we want. So, part of friendship is I see that Krishna's protection of me, Krishna's maintenance of me, is done lovingly. It's done in a friendly way. And having that faith as I go about my life, as I have the good times in life, as I have the bad times in life, when I have the struggles, when I have the joys, the success, the failures, the person running the show is my friend. The other part of friendship is, Krishna can trust Me. Now that doesn't mean it has to be on an intimate level of, of equality, like in the style of friendship. But then Krishna can trust Me. I mean, those of us who take taken vows of initiation, can trust Krishna, trust Me to keep My vows. Right? Just like in a marriage. The idea in marriage, we take and make a promise, and hopefully, you can trust that your spouse keeps his or her promises. Now, that doesn't always happen. Sometimes our spouse betrays us. But the, the idea is, we're trusting this person. So we take a vow, we say to Krishna, 16 hours, no meat, no fish, no eggs, no... no sex, no gambling, no intoxication. And can Krishna trust me that I'm going to do that or not? And then can he trust me to spread his message without changing it, to spread his message, to be his ambassador of goodwill in the world? Am I looking out for his interest? Am I going through life just looking out for my interest? Or am I going through life looking out for... Free- That's a friend, right? Just like in this world if you have a friend, you're thinking about how please that we were. We were out with the soup today, if my granddaughter-in-law was saying how she likes to get gifts. I hope I didn't know what she was saying. She likes to get gifts for people. She likes thinking about them as she gets gifts for people. So we should be like that with Krishna. What can I get for Krishna today? In that way, friend, that doesn't mean we feel equal to Krishna. That's for the coward boys and for our dreamers. So if one day you wake up and you realize, Oh, I'm a coward boy. So then you will feel that equality. That will be one of the signs that you actually are a coward boy. But otherwise, for those of us in practice bhakti, it says, what can I do for Krishna How can I be his friend? How can I do something for his benefit? How can I do something that will make him happy? Maybe I can give somebody some prasadam. Maybe I can give someone wisdom from Krishna. Perhaps I can't tell them it's from the Bhagavad Gita. Maybe that won't work very well. But I can, give them, I can say something wise to them that's from the Bhagavad Gita. You understand? Some way I can be some ambassador. I mean, just to be nice to people to please Krishna. You know, he likes that. Krishna wants us to be kind to each other. I don't know why everyone in every religion can't figure that one out. I'm a very religious person, so I'm going to kill anybody who doesn't believe the same I mean like do you really think that's going to please God? Very strange way So everyone who loves God should love everyone that God loves. So you can be Krishna's friend that way. Everyone who loves God should love everyone that God loves. And everyone who loves God should love everyone who loves God. So we should have love for the devotees and love for everyone. So that is another way of being a friend. And that kind of sadhana does not require a feeling of equality. But it is a sadhana, it is a practice. But it is is separate from the saiva, where you actually do think your Krishna is equal. You really do think, hey, I can hold the hill for you now for a while. You're not so strong. I could beat you in wrestling. That's a particular ecstasy that's also called friendship, but it's not the same as the of friendship. So I'm very glad you asked that question. Uh, do we have time for any more? Or should we stop? What's our stop now? Okay. One more, and that'll be it. That's Okay. okay. So last one. Yes.
2: Hare Krishna Mataji, Dandavan Pranam and welcome to Madhya Radesh. Thank you. I'm so happy to see you. Mataji, one thing I wanted to share, like uh, Krishna
0: reciprocates, like... Oh, from yesterday.
2: <laughs> like uh, Mataji was asking uh, what we should cook and all. So when we cook, when we offer, when we give them Omishakam, we feel these are so happy. You know, their faces are very joyful and... When Madam Prabhu comes home and he also says Today things are looking very excited. I mean there is a very exciting mood today, what happened? So, Krishna, like uh, when we serve, like today for example, Mataji, you asked me, uh, "This flowers is from your garden. Actually, we say there is a big community. So, in my garden, in what season, no flower at all. So, I plant from different uh, trees and collected and I was making this girl and praying to Shri Mataji she is a pure devotee of Krishna I don't know but this is very she will accept it or not I was thinking I re- really madrashi so when he accepted it, he like yeah, yes yes Krishna also reciprocates in our service he will do it with so much of love and devotion and Krishna whatever sometimes I am not well <laughs> he For example, there is something is not well, so that day I just offered to Krishna mashed potato, little hot
0: rice with ghee, some brinjal pride, then I said, Krishna, today you have to be satisfied with this only. Okay. I cannot give anything more than Like Sanatana Goswami, right? Like Sanatana Goswami, is giving Krishna just some bread without salt. And Krishna is saying to him, where's the salt? He says, I'm an old man, where am I going to get the salt? You just have to accept Okay, thank you very much. For sharing Thank that with us. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Very very beautiful. I